Hello, and welcome to another edition of the StayMarriedFlorida.com podcast series. Uh, my name is Christopher Bruce. I'm a divorce practitioner in North Palm Beach, Florida, and I have the absolute pleasure to be joined today by Dr. Maureen Condon. She's in private practice in Juneau Beach. And the topic of our discussion today, I think, is very relevant, sadly, to about half the people out there, and that's how to move forward after you've decided to divorce, uh, with a little bit of a focus on building your self-esteem, decision-making, and empowering yourself as you move on from a relationship. And it doesn't just have to be a divorce, it can be any relationship. Uh, But thank you for taking the time to join us today, Marie. My pleasure. Thank you for asking me. Well, I guess I will get right into it uh, by asking the expert, uh, from your perspective, what types of feelings and challenges are normal for, pe- for people to experience when they come to the realization that their marriage or relationship is coming to an end? Well, I think first and foremost, it's such a shock. Um, oftentimes people, yeah, they're, in, they're in disbelief. And with that comes a whole gamut of different other feelings from anger, confusion, Actually, I've I've talked to some of my clients who have said, you know, I'm not even just afraid, I'm terrified. There's betrayal. There's, for some people, there's even relief. There's sadness, isolation, also a lot of displacement. Now what? Also some guilt, some shame. If only I had done this, if only I had done that. So it brings with it, again, a wide variety of different feelings. Now, is it normal for people to go through a grieving type of process at the end of a relationship? And if so, how how long does that type of process last? It's definitely normal for people to go through a grieving process, very similar to when they lose someone, when there's a death. I mean, it's very similar, the stages, the denial, the anger, the bargaining, the depression, the acceptance. And as far as how long this should go on, there really isn't a time frame because it depends on so many different factors. Sometimes people can stay stuck in certain places. Some are able to move through it and live happily fulfilling lives with or without marrying again. Some people stay in the pain, unfortunately, and they stay in the bitterness and the anger, and they can't accept that this, in fact, is happening. Some people actually stay in that for so long that they just hurt themselves and other people around them. And then some people can move on, and they can learn from it, and they can heal, and they can have a happy and free and joyous life depends on, again, a lot of different factors. Do they have support in their lives? Are they isolated? Are they able to talk to other people about what's going on? Are they moving forward with the rest of their lives? Because, again, this is such a shock, similar to not only to a death, but also to a trauma. So it is very traumatic for people, whether they were in denial about it or even unhappy. It still is a very significant difficult process to go through. Now, this is just something from my role as a divorce lawyer that I'm interested to hear your answer in, and I think a lot of people need to hear. For the person that's coming out of a long-term relationship or at the end of the divorce process, what types of things should they be doing to facilitate moving forward with their lives in a happy and healthy manner? That's such a great question because it comes up so often, particularly for people who have been in long-term, maybe 15, 20, 25-year marriages, who have really had their whole focus to be on not only the marriage but the family 
and have concentrated a lot of their lives on that. And then when this changes, when this dissolves or this ends, they're now left without a lot of other support systems in place. So I always talk to people about really trying to connect with peers, connecting with their creative side if they are in the workforce or they aren't. It's oftentimes that part of who they are has been put to the side, particularly if there's children involved. So I talk to them about really finding out what are some things that you like to do, what are some things that might bring some joy into your life, Um, finding a support group, finding a therapist, finding a spiritual part of their lives to enrich it, again, because with this great loss, because it isn't just the divorce, it's the divorce, it's the family, it's the way they always pictured that things would always be. And now that that's changed, they're like, okay, now what? So, again, the support needs to be a lot around finding people that they can talk to who lift their spirits, talk to people who've been there, share the pain, cut the isolation, also read a lot because with this, oftentimes people feel the intensity of the emotions are so quick, so strong, and so ever-changing Sometimes people will say to me, do you think I'm going crazy? And they need to just have an avenue to be able to let out the emotions and in a healthy way. I also talk to them a lot, too, about if you aren't working, to maybe look at places that you can do some volunteer work. Because, again, you want to cut down the isolation, cut down a lot of the unhealthy emotions that might be occupying your mind a lot. Now, for the person coming out of a long-term relationship with little or no social or support network, possibly that wife that devoted her life to raising the kids who are now all grown and out and maybe living somewhere else, what's the best way for them to move forward to create a, a new life and identity? I would say to find, again, supports, whether it's family, friends, look into things that you like doing, maybe possibly doing some volunteer work. The big piece, again, is really finding out and identifying what you are going through to give yourself a lot of time and room to go through this because it's not something that's going to happen overnight. You're going to be in a lot of different situations on a daily basis that remind you that you're no longer in the marriage. So to, again, really try to, as much as you can, because every personality is so different, but try to, as much as you can, to move forward and to do things that support you as a person and to lift you up and to let you know that you're not alone, to let you know that, again, you can move forward. So to really try to find places where you're getting support. Now, something I think a lot of people wonder about, and I wonder about for my clients that aren't in new relationships when they're ending their last relationship, is how soon should they start trying to date again? And where should people look to try to find new partners? I think it's uh, for people who are afraid of being alone, it's a, a very important topic. Well, I have not seen a lot of success when people jump right into a new relationship. I think that for some people, again, it all depends how the relationship ended, how long had they really been estranged. If it's a new divorce and they, you know, again, it was a big shock to them to go into start dating now right away is similar to like ripping off a Band-Aid when there's a cut. 
because there needs to be some time, some downtime where the person is dealing with the pain, giving themselves some time to heal. So when that pain has lessened, they can then move forward and have healed from that and not bring all that occurred in the marriage to this present relationship. As far as where they can find new partners, I think it's important for people to really take a look at in looking for a partner that they share similar values, similar interests. One of the best places to find someone to date is through their friends, through their family and to just really give themselves some time to do that and to be sure that they take a look at what was going on in the marriage for them so they don't find themselves in some similar patterns. For people who are coming out of a long-term relationship, how can counseling help them get on the right track? Counseling does a couple of things for people, and it depends if they're going for individual counseling or for group counseling. And some people can do both, and some people prefer one or the other. In individual counseling, it allows people to really move away from the isolation and to be able to freely talk about the experience in the marriage, what they're going through with the divorce, and then, of course, setting goals that they can reach so that they can move forward into a happy life. In the group setting, this is something I've seen that is so much more beneficial for people who are going through such a painful situation if they are ready for it because that really needs to be assessed by the clinician if a person is ready for a group. In the group setting, what happens is the members actually hear each other and they can connect in such a way that doesn't happen between the therapist and the person coming for counseling. They hear the other person's pain. They hear what they've been through. It cuts the isolation. It cuts the uniqueness. And they can have some compassion and empathy for the other person, which helps them to connect to themselves. So it provides an atmosphere to freely talk about their feelings, the marriage, and then the support to move forward. And it really, I think the biggest thing that the group piece does, it provides so much hope. That's, I mean, I can't tell you enough how important that is for people. Seeing my clients, once they realize that there's hope for the future and a much better future, it seems to make all the difference. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And in seeing and in hearing it from other people in a group, you know, it just, again, really reinforces that I'm not alone, I'm not going through this by myself, and the bonding that occurs not only in the group but also to do activities because a lot of times people who are ending a divorce, they're seeing their world in such a different way. Even if it was unhappy, it's not as safe as it once was. It's not as familiar. So now they're seeing their whole world totally differently. So to be able to do that with other people is just so helpful. Again, everyone, we're here with Dr. Maureen Condon from Juno Beach. If you could, uh, Dr. Condon, why don't you just tell people a little bit more about yourself and your approach to helping people who are in divorce uh, recovery type situation? Sure. I've been working in the field of social work since 1992, and I have always felt that it's very important to let people know that no matter what they're going through, that there is always hope. 
they can reconstruct their lives. For some people, that's a short term. For some people, it takes quite a while, depending on what their situation is. But I just think it's very important for people to know that there is so much hope out there. There's so much help out there. And whether it's through individual counseling or for group counseling or to find help in your churches, in your synagogues, at your library, just so that you don't feel that you're going through whatever it is that you're not alone. And I think, again, that is just vital for people to know. Dr. Condon, uh, what's the best way for people to seek out your help moving forward past the end of uh, their long-term relationship or marriage? I always invite people to give me a call and to come visit me first because I think it's very important if people do want to come in for individual or group counseling that they meet with the therapist first to see if it's a good fit. And I also assess whether this person would be better in a group setting or an individual setting or actually both. And, you know, they can just give me a call at my office. And again, I'm totally open to meeting with someone first to see if it's a good fit on both ends. And maybe just give your office number real quick for the people who are uh, listening. Sure. 561-318-9740 and right in Juneau Beach in the Loggerhead Plaza across from that beautiful Loggerhead Museum. Well, again, everyone, um, it's uh, been a pleasure to interview Dr. Maureen Condon. Thank you again, Maureen, for taking the time to talk on this subject today. I think it's going to be a great help for the listeners. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for asking me. I appreciate it. For more information about StayMarriedFlorida.com, uh, go right to the website, www.StayMarriedFlorida.com. To reach divorce and family law attorney Christopher Bruce, call 561 561- 844-1200 or email him at cbruce at nugentlawfirm.com.